Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, everybody. This is Helen Johannesson. I am the owner of Helen's Wines in Los Angeles. It's a wine shop. That's a gem box. It's amazing. It's in the back of a restaurant called John and Vinny's. Um, But this is my podcast, Wine Face, where we go over the ins and the outs. We're breaking down the little nuggets of information or talking about entertaining. I've been to many places in the world and I've worked with some of the best chefs and Wine Face is the podcast where we take everything that the experts know and break it down for you. Maybe you love food and wine and you want to know more. Maybe you just want to look good in front of your friends. I don't know, but either way, I am here for you. If you want to find me in person, you can find me at Helen's Wines in Los Angeles, where I've partnered with my business partners who are amazing chefs, John Shook and Vinny Tolo, or you can find me online at Helen's Wines on Instagram or helenswines.com. But today, I'm so excited to share this episode with you, my dear friend, Heather Taylor, who I've known for a long time. She was born and raised in Los Angeles. She started this amazing linen company. And I literally have watched her grow it from nothing to something major. And so she's here today to talk about all things, kind of setting the table, linens, how she did it. Look, it's a crazy time. I mean, I'm recording this in the current day, like this intro. We previously recorded this podcast. If you're listening to this, then you might be on quarantine. It's a weird ass time. There's a crazy virus. We're just doing our best. So give yourself a little ear vacation. I don't know, something. Think about setting a table this summer when hopefully things are better. I hope you guys enjoy it. Check it out. All right, everybody. This is a long time in the making to have my good friend, Heather Taylor here. Heather, hello. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. I am so excited. I feel like there's so much intersectionality, not only as 
us as women mm. and people, but in what you do and what I do. And I'm so excited that you're here today. Thank you um, for inviting me. Oh, of course. Hopefully this is one of many times. Um, can you tell everybody, Heather is the founder and owner of a company called Heather Taylor Home. And we will link to it in the notes, but can you tell everyone a little bit about this company and this journey? Yes. So I have a company called Heather Taylor Home. Uh, We launched it in 2013. And I felt like there was a little bit of a hole in the market for beautiful table linens. Mm. I love to have people over to cook, um, to set the whole scene, but I just could not find napkins and tablecloths that felt like they were my vibe. Everything Mm. either felt really fussy, kind of grandma-ish, or really trendy, like indigo or block printing (laughs) or just something. It just didn't feel classic and fresh. Um, And I thought, I should start that. I have always known how to knit and weave, and I've been into textiles, so it just was like a natural progression once I identified that there was this real hole in the market. So we launched that company. We have uh, lots of home goods that are kind of the finishing touch now, so pillows and blankets and, of course, the table linens. We sell them um, online. It's mostly a direct-to-consumer business. We also have a store in Westwood. L.A. L.A., And um, we sell to a few great shops all around the world. And then recently, we a few years ago, but it feels it still feels recent to me. We launched a rental division of the company because I also found a little bit of a hole in the market there that there were no cool linens to rent for events. And especially living in LA, there's a, a million events here every single day. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about what we do. That's so, it's so amazing. Literally you go to my kitchen, you open the linen drawer. It's all Heather Taylor home. I mean, it's literally it be I know. <laughs> so many. And then like some napkins, my mom gave me them or my grandmother's, but like the I thing with those, that. yeah, but I'm like, I don't want to use these cause people stain the shit right. out of those. It's hard to get it out. Uh, but I'm just going to ask you my first question, which yes. I think is every listener's question. Oh, I can't wait. Launching the rental company, how do you combat the stains? Yeah. I The red wine stains. I had people spill red wine three times on a Heather Taylor home tablecloth over Thanksgiving. And yeah. I was like, literally people were grown ups. What the fuck? I know. And when I had the idea, my first thought was, this is a great idea. And my second <laughs> thought was, oh shit, this will be the thing that kills this idea. Mm. Amazingly, like after we tried our first couple events, just for my friends, like one of my friends got married and it was right after I had the idea. And we did 250 napkins for her wedding and they were like our hardest to clean napkin, our white on white stripe. And I'm like, let's see what happens. And very few came back stained. Amazing. So I thought, okay, this could work. We, We also have a really great relationship with our cleaner and we've had to perfect it. And of course, some things do become stained, um, but like if somebody uses our tablecloth on a buffet, it's deadly. It's, I basically know I'm like, we'll never see this thing again. <laughs> but how we've made it work from a business standpoint is we can rent it enough times where it's profitable. And then we sell them. We call them, quote unquote, partied out. Oh, I love that. So they become our partied out linens and we sell them at a major discount and people love that. Well, so, it's so great for outdoor entertaining, exactly. taking to the beach, sitting in the grass. So like, we do it when we ha- we have a sample sale every year and we sell our partied out linens. And it's now what people are most excited about. So I have 
women come and they're buying like 30 napkins for $1. <laughs> each and they're so stoked. That's pretty dope. Well, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I mean, they're partied out, man. Partied out. Yeah. I love things that are partied out, but then they get a second life. They get a second life. Just to give everybody a little context, all of your linens are hand-woven in Mexico. Yes. Which part of Mexico? Chiapas, Mexico. Chiapas, where you went, you found the weavers, you sourced the thread. Like yep. you were integral and involved in every step of the way. Every step of the way. Um, it took us a couple years to find the right production people. Mm-hmm. And um, one of my big things in life is better good today than great tomorrow. Right. So we just kind of launched before we even had it all tied up. But I felt good enough about it where I thought we should just go for it. If I try to make it perfect, it's never going to happen. So two years after we launched, we actually found the people who are now like the perfect people for us to work with, amazing partners. It's this guy, Alberto, who has a weaving studio down in Chiapas. And it was his father's weaving studio. It's been passed down from generations. He learned this amazing craft as a kid. And Chiapas is one of the places in the world where hand weaving is still a thing. And um, I'm so happy to help promote that. (laughs) Like it's totally, it's like the opposite of an iPhone. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely unbelievable. And I remember when you first started, you had like one design for a year or two and I still have the OG classic, you know, just going to frame it. No, uh, (laughs) sell it on eBay. I bust it out. There's no designs like it anymore. (laughs) Um, but now you have like, I mean, how many different does that, like many different colors, different weavings. Yeah. Yeah. I really, especially with the rentals, something that I've noticed is people want new things all the time. Yeah. So we constantly are trying to come up with new iterations on classic stripes and ginghams, checks, different themes. I think one of the, you know, all of our designs are pretty classic. We're not reinventing the wheel, but I think one thing that's cool and interesting about us is how we combine patterns, combine colors. And in that you're kind of creating this unique vibe and look for your table in your home. Yeah, I love that. And I also love that the quality is really good. Like you feel like you have something hand woven, but it doesn't feel like it's going to fall apart. But you also feel like you can put it in the washing machine. Totally. And that's really important to me too, because I've always, like I've already said, I've loved having people over and like having dinner parties, but I also work and now I have little kids. So it's not the kind of um, situation where I can like take two days to put it all together. Mostly it's a Friday night and I've been working and then I maybe I picked my kids up from school and I want to throw something together and I want to make a beautiful table happen, but I don't have time to like iron linen. So yeah. I really did make them with the idea that like this is for the modern woman. It was a lot going on, modern person. It's for real life. Yeah. I think the thing I love about it is I grew up, my mom was adamantly against paper towels. We didn't have them. So ahead of the curve. Yeah. Like no paper towels. We always had cloth napkins. And then I like it. I love it. Like it's something that I really love. I've always had them. And now this is like, I just have gone a little crazy with them because I have so many different ones of yours that I'm like, we just use cloth napkins all the time. It's like, why would we, we don't even have paper towels at my house now. But I love the idea of like really bringing back this like not fussy entertaining. Right. But like the day-to-day entertaining, that's also the most sustainable way of living. And like take one of your napkins, wrap a piece of fruit in it, put it in my bag. I do that like every other day. Yeah. And it's really comforting. I don't know, life's small treasures. That's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Like for me, it's as it's as fun to do like a fun party with friends on a weekend, like on a Saturday night, as it is sometimes to set the table just for like a Wednesday morning breakfast. Mm, pancakes. Pancakes. Let's maybe do it. A lot of syrup. Cherry gingham. Pan- Cherry gang. <laughs> yeah. um, 
But then let's talk about the high because that's the low. And like what's great about what you're doing is really embracing the high low. So you've done like black tie weddings with your linens and you can like, what's the key? You talked about mixing patterns, but like for people out there, all this stuff, maybe it seems really easy to you and really identifiable. I feel that way about entertaining and cooking and stuff like that. I think we have that in common. You're such a good hostess. I feel like I learned a lot from you about that. I've learned a lot from you. Thank you. But even just the first time I walked into Animal when we barely even knew each other and you were just like kind of you were hosting oh yeah like you were not a hostess but you were making everybody feel extremely comfortable can I get you this what do you like would you like that (laughs) but really like that is something that you are so incredibly good at and then of course the times I've been lucky enough to have meals at your house it's like (laughs) a perfectly imperfect casual, warm, cozy vibe. And I can actually remember almost every single thing you've ever served. Oh my gosh. It's like breaking my heart. It's true. And growing it at the same time. Thank you. Incredible maker of a cheese plate. That's right. I love a cheese board. Love to throw down. Love to just like be creative. I think hosting is, well, okay. So that's what a lot of people are like, I'm so anxious. Right. And yeah. So I think that my number one thing, and this is kind of to answer that question is there is no reason to stress. Right. Like figure out what you're good at, what you're into. Do that. Don't do the other stuff. If you hate cooking, you should have people over and not cook a thing. You and like get takeout or get, takeout. get do potluck. Exactly. Like there's so many or just assemble things and like have snacks, you know, like there's so many different ways to do it. But don't <laughs> <laughs> just a cork. What a soundtrack. Yeah. Um, but just don't try to do something that you're not into. Right. Or feels against your nature. It feels against your nature because you think like, oh, I have to set a table with two forks and a spoon and like two spoons and a knife or I have to, like there's no rules. Just right. do your own thing. For example, like last weekend I had friends over and I had been working and I did not have time to cook. So I ordered John and Vinny's. Ah, and Saturday. I mean, yeah, not to, <laughs> like, not trying to pimp out J&V's, although that's, like feels like a part-time job at this point. <laughs> but um, like, this is so special. Like yeah. this is something that almost is going to be like a conversation piece. Like mm. everyone loves this. This Aww. is a fun thing to do. And like, if I can't pull it together to make dinner, I set a really pretty table. I'm going to like go outside and see if I can cut some leaves and put them in a vase. And ma- I obviously don't have time to do a full flower thing, but I'm going to put down a pretty linen that I have not ironed mm, and just put fun. out some pretty flowers and order something fun. I just want it to be fun. So I feel like it's crowd pleasing, crowd pleasing and, and interesting. Something that is a conversation piece. Right. You know, that that like makes people excited. Like, I love the idea of figuring something out that will excite people when they walk in. Like I first uh, my daughter Scarlett's birthday this year, her birthday party like, what's fun? What's different? I'm like over a taco truck. <laughs> and a friend of mine um, had the idea. She's like, you should do crepes. Oh, so I had these two. There's like these two ladies who have a crepe That's company so cool. and they came and they were just making crepes for everyone. And I like people's jaws were dropping. That, I mean, that sounds delicious. It just was like fresh savory and, and savory sweet. and sweet. All you could eat, all the toppings. So like a kid's party, what else did you do to set it up? Because like, how did you make it so that you're enjoying the party, you're present? Obviously, yeah. you hired the creperies. I, I hired the crepe ladies. Yeah. Um, Which you, takes the food off the table. Like people yeah. can, and it's self-serve, disposable. Like you just put a garbage can out. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy. For the kids party, it is always that thing where I want the adults to have fun too. And it, it, don't, it just depends on like who you are and <laughs> what your kid likes. But 
I always do have wine or a cocktail for the girls' parties because I think that's fun. I agree. Um, if it's a morning thing, I love to have like iced coffees. I just try to think like, what do I want at this time of day? Love like, that. If it's ten in the morning, I'm gonna want an almond milk latte. You it's know, awesome. and if it's like four and it's been a long weekend, I might want a glass of rosé. Yeah. I also always try to have an activity for the kids so the parents don't have to like it's difficult and I think not that fun for parents when you have to go to a party and you have to hover over your kid making sure they like don't get glue everywhere. So I like to kind of have something that is all encompassing for the kids. But um, again, just like try to keep it easy and and fun and pretty. Like I yeah. like to keep it pretty. I've been thinking about, yeah, I love keeping it pretty. I've been thinking about something and I wonder what you think mm. about it is um, like kind of like entertaining checklists, like yeah. 101. I'm sure someone already made it. I'm not going to make it, but I was like, people come into the shop a lot and they're like, oh my God, I got to pair food and wine. And they have so much anxiety about it. And I take this, I'm like, just get wine you like, and it will exactly. naturally pair with the food. It doesn't need to be like this five-star, like Georges Sank Parisian experience. No. Um, but I feel like the same thing, like sometimes I text my friends or like, okay, what, how, like, what is your, what, what do I need to do to like set the vibe? And I literally am like, put out napkins, yeah, put out plants or flowers, <laughs> put matches in the bathroom, like little light a candle, exactly. like that checklist, I feel like could help people so much. Totally. And it, yeah. And I think that like, those are, those are a lot of key things that I would say too. I also like to be really thoughtful, meaning let's say um, like if a friend is coming over and I know that they love like Coors Light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something that is Don't not, knock it. I've never had in my house in my entire <laughs> Wait, life. Did you have a friend come over who loves Coors Light? <laughs> I have a friend who loves Coors Light. That's kind of rad. And I now have it in my house for her, <laughs> you know, like I. Wait, is this, I think I know who this is. <laughs> Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Um, but that, or like, you know, like if it's a birthday for a friend and you know that they love lasagna, like I want to delight them with a really awesome <laughs> lasagna. Like it's, it's kind of that simple. Yeah. It's just, it's actually just thinking outside of ourselves. It's, and also not thinking rules. Yeah. Like it does not have to be a straight up classic table that maybe your mom would have set, or it doesn't have to be a three course meal. Like I, I never do courses, you mm. know, it's always like family style or buffet or whatever, whatever. <laughs> like sitting around the <laughs> coffee table, Just sit on the floor, Just like keep it cozy. Yeah. Um, keep it I cozy. love that. Keep it, cozy keep it cozy is just the best logo. That's probably the ever. name of my memoir. Keep it cozy. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping it cozy with Heather Taylor. <laughs> probably. So I brought two wines okay. just to taste as we're chatting. Cause, uh, I feel like I've been, it's January 2020 Yes. and everyone's a buzz with like 2020, what's going to happen? I guess there's so much in flux, uh, because of all the stuff happening with the tariffs, which was still TBD by the time this airs, it might all be out there, but we've been tasting and kind of trying to find more domestic wine that we're super into. We have a lot in the shop already, yeah. but this is a really cool Chenin Blanc. This is so great because yeah. I feel like you never buy California wine, which is also thing. why I, I and, brought it. And by the way, I'll do whatever you tell me to. <laughs> like, I am so open to it. But for some reason, I'm like, I have to have Italian or French wine. I don't yeah. know what's wrong with me. I, well, no. And I'm usually a default. You find me at home. You find me with Italian or French wine. Yeah. That's just you come around the corner. Kind of girl you are. I'm like, buongiorno. <laughs> that, that for sure is. But I think it's like 2020 is who knows if it's about the new year, but I brought two that are like, you know, not entertaining safe bets, but I feel like when you entertain, it's like, okay, 
probably not the best idea to put out extreme wine. An extreme wine is either like something challenging in the natural spectrum Mm -hmm. or something that's like really full bodied or super acidic or things that kind of challenge people, unless you put out an array of wine that's like five different kinds. So this Chenin Blanc, it's a good dinner party setting the table. Mm. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's really good. So Chenin Blanc, it's like fruit driven, but acidic and minerally and really tasty and That's makes so your good. mouth salivate, right? Yes. From Mendocino. I love it. Now, this is kind of not that cold. Would you serve it colder? I would. I just brought it from the shop. Yeah. And I'm genuinely asking because, yeah. by the way, as you know, for, since we've become, been friends for like 12 years or however long it's been, I'm constantly asking you questions. I seem to never remember the answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But it's they're so trivial. It's like well, why it's like, would you file like, yes, file that away? I'm dying to know, but I'll just always text you. So for here's answers. my MO with temperature and wine. Yeah. It's really important. Uh we're it's easier to taste the wine, not super cold. So you can actually see what it really tastes like when yeah. it's warmer, especially this we're tasting a white wine. Uh for when I entertain people or when I have people over, even if it's like four people or it's mm-hmm. twelve or whatever. We have this like pantry sink and I usually put a bunch of wine in the pantry sink mm, and so like, smart. yeah, with ice. with ice and beer and Topo Chico. Such a good idea. And we have like a little table next to it and there's like glasses and some liquor. Like it's really like whatever you want, just take it. Don't you feel like a self-service beverage situation is another entertaining checklist key. Just crush. Like you never want someone in your house to be asking you or confused about where they can get a drink. Yeah. And it's very obvious. It's makes people uncomfortable. Yes. You don't want to ask. And like, I don't want to count like they make, you know what I mean? Like it's it's not about for you as the host. Yes. And my, I love you mom, but my mom like never did this growing. I mean, she kind of did. We had like a wet bar, but it would always just be like her assumption is that everyone would have one. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And it's like, well, that's <laughs> not what everybody wants to do. Right. Um, but yeah, I set it up there and then it's like the white wine stays cold. But when we sit down, I always pull like some white and some red and I just put it on the table because if it warms up, it's okay. Totally. A little bit. And it won't warm up that that's fast. so good. I know. Would you call this a crowd pleaser? I think this is a crowd pleaser. Because that's my thing. Um, back to when we were talking about wine for parties and like you don't have to make it this big fussy thing. I never even think about pairing anymore. I yeah. think a little bit about the season. Like if it's summery, I want something crisp. And if it's winter, I want something warmer. Yes. But um, like mostly, this is a wintry way. Mostly I just come into Helen's and I say, I need a crowd pleaser. <laughs> yeah. And you don't need to spend a lot of money. Like this no. is $23. Everything I buy from you is 27 or under. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the sweet spot. Like yeah. a lot of the wine I drink at home is not like $50 bottles. Right, especially if it's not a special occasion. Not special occasion, no dice. Yeah. Last night, I this didn't so drink nice. any wine last night, but the night before, it was a pretty like moderately priced bottle of Sicilian wine and it was bomb.com. This is great. Yeah, It's also really wintry nice. white. Like it picks up that. the baking spices and it's warm. Like it might be a little heavy for if it was July and it was like you're having a hang in your backyard. You might want something a little bit crisper. Can I ask you a question? Yes. So what can you paint me a picture of what you think would be the ideal scene scenario to drink this? 
to have this yeah, at your house. Yeah. Like, I, what's the yeah. meal? What's the situation? Well, for this Chenin Blanc, I think it's like dinner of four to six. Mm-hmm. Having people over at your house, and this is either the wine that you drink in the beginning with like cheese, like daffinois, maybe with a little honey, cornichon vibe. Um, But if you were going to eat dinner with it, I feel like, okay, this sounds really decadent, but it's actually not that hard. So excited. Um, Is you can buy king crab legs. One can buy them. They're all usually previously frozen. Actually, Mm -hmm. hot tip Costco has really good ones. Wow. I I never go to Costco. You can go there, but you can also get really good quality ones at Costco. It's seasonal. And we recently did this for my parents and we grilled them and then we cut them. So like on the table was just these like epically grilled Mm -hmm. whole king crab legs. And then we had a Chenin Blanc just like this. And then I made this like garlic herb butter and we had salad and it was like perfect because it's interactive and people are like, busting open. I mean, that's kind of a decadent meal. (laughs) Okay. It was the holidays. So no, but that also sounds out of the box. And it's easy. Like there were no dishes. Again, it's like, it's a conversation piece. Yeah. And we had, everyone had a set of scissors. So you like cut. That's classic. Yeah, Yeah. I know. It was really fun. So that I feel like that would be a scenario. I love that. I would get down on. Yeah. And it was really easy. Like just salads. And then I bake some like crispy potatoes. You know, when you boil a potato and then you smash it and then you pan fry it. Yes. Crush with that dinner. Oh man. It's great. That sounds really good. Yeah. We'll do it. I'll do it again. I love it. Um, what do you think? One thing I've been thinking about is like the things that will be different in 2020. And to mm-hmm. me, like entertaining is kind of cyclical. If you watch the food network, it's like versions of the same exact thing. I mean, except the barefoot Condessa can do no wrong. I watched her make a roasted chicken salad and I was just like, oh my God. Best thing you've ever seen in your you entire life. You put the bread under the chicken. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. And like I've done that before, but for some reason it took on a whole new life. Well, I know. It's beyond. What's, what's old is new yeah. with her and Jeffrey. Okay. But <laughs> um, what for Heather Taylor home, like for your business and obviously when you're designing new linens, like I'd love to hear what do you have in 2020? Like, are you thinking about new patterns, new styles, or actually new merchandise? And how does that correlate with like the vision of a party you might have? And maybe the two aren't related, Mm -hmm. but I feel like you're so creative. The two are naturally interwoven. I feel like people are returning to a more classic look. Mm -hmm. Like, and part of that is a little bit of more is more. Yeah. Like, I feel like layering is really gonna be big let's talk about layering can we yeah (laughs) I don't know can you (laughs) um we're gonna I'm gonna open the red too so we can try that okay great um yeah explain what do you mean by layering like with our linens it's been um something we started doing in the fall and I can't wait to continue to do it more this winter is like layering tablecloths on top of each other maybe patterns that you wouldn't expect but that complement each other Mm. um it just like creates such a kind of like soothing heft, if that makes any sense. Uh, okay, like, I love a soothing heft. You feel heft. like you're like w- like entering into like a very warm world. Mm. Um, I think layers can do that. And, you know, like as we're in this kind of wintry, cooler time of year, um, like lots of candles, like low lights, again with like a couple, maybe if, when you're, after you put down one tablecloth, maybe put another one on top of Just it. Get crazy. See what happens. And like change the direction change of the it. Change the direction. Um, like for me, 
I can visualize what patterns go together, but a lot of my customers can't. Mm -hmm. And um, obviously I'm always happy to help. But one thing, one rule that I really like is um, maybe mix a check and a stripe. Ooh, Um, okay. Obviously you can break that rule, but that's just (laughs) kind of like a go-to. It just creates a really nice contrast and it's Mm -hmm. a little bit surprising and fun. And the idea is to create a table and a vibe in the room where people aren't walking in and thinking like, oh my God, I love that tablecloth. It's more like, wow, this feels so like warm and all encompassing. It all works together. It all it all works. It creates this like great backdrop for a really wonderful night with people that you love. And I think that, you know, there's like so much bad stuff going on in the world. Yeah. So it's so nice to be able to just get together with the people that you love most and um, sit around a table, chat it all out, um, and yeah. hopefully have like a very cozy warm vibe around that and you can really set that scene so I think there's just going to be more and more hopefully people getting together and casual mm-hmm. I like not even entertaining just like sitting around a table with people just more really togetherness like. just togetherness I kind of agree with that like not having to break the bank just like Hell no. being more inclusive yes. of other people and including them in your life to create more community to create more community especially again like as we like are so deep in our phones like it's crazy put it away <laughs> <laughs> chat with the people that you love. If you can cook, which I love to do, that's so fun. But if that's not your thing, then don't do it and figure out another alternative. It doesn't really matter. It's just about being together. And I feel like our linens are just a like a kickstart for that. Yeah. yeah that's all it is. Well, they create a sense of ease and, and coziness. I hope so. I, I mean, I feel that way. So at your store, you also have pillows. Yes. Which are really cool. You have napkins, tablecloths, placemats we have some placemats yeah. we have runners we have cocktail napkins that's right we which have is a- something that a, a lot of our customers asked us for and they've been such a big hit and it's also a much lower priced item awesome. so i'm happy like people can just pick those up it's a great hostess gift um and it's nice when you're doing like the wine and if you're doing wine and cheese yeah it's just perfect they're like little squares yeah. of the of like some of your most popular patterns exactly um and then i also at the shop love to bring in um like other people who make amazing things. Like we have these great candlestick holders. We have really cool candles. I have them. They cl- they're a clean burn, actually. It's Mine cool. burned really I'm clean. I'm so glad. They're great. Um, it's really fun being able to just work with people who I really like who are making awesome things that all help create this like very pretty story. Um, the idea with the shop is definitely like come in and get what you need for those final touches for your house. Like I love just that. Take it, you know, freshen it up really quick. That's so great. What about um, 2020? Are there any other product? Maybe you don't want to talk about it, but are there any other, are you guys just like doing new patterns of what you are already doing? You did baby blankets at one point. Like, yeah, we still have all that. We're definitely doing new patterns. We have some really cool uh, things coming out, just like a cute new winter capsule collection. Oh, but nice. then we have spring uh, Easter Passover is a big thing for us. Oh, so yeah. always designing with that in mind. And we have really pretty new patterns coming out. I just launched like a real passion project of mine, <laughs> which is um, we did our fabrics and these really cute hair accessories, oh like my God. cute hair bows and um, clips and scrunchies and all of that. We did that in the middle of December. So we'll have more of those coming out. We're talking about doing a candle, which I think would be really nice. Yes. With my friend Wendy and, you know, lots of other things just going on. Co- but just kind yeah. of, we, we have kind of a, um, like a good narrow focus and I want to like continue to just perfect that. I think that's great. Less is not less is more, but you don't need to get too big too fast. No. Um, okay, the red wine. Yeah. What's one up of your with favorite that? grapes, Cab Ooh. Franc. Ooh. 
But made in Santa Barbara County. It's a really pretty color. It looks like a ruby. I know. It's just like it's tra- like it's kind of verging on transparent, but has a little bit of heft. It's called the Cuckoo, oh. made by Chris Brockway. And this one I would chill down. It's a little warm, but. Mm, that's so good. It's so good. I know. And it's California wine. Why do I not do California? Well, because I think that has people have been, bur- yeah, been burned. Yeah. Oh. I, there's a lot of like lacking in structure, minerality and acidity and texture California wine. And I think it's harder to navigate because it's, yeah. it's like, but we have a really nice selection right now. And that's why I was like, I'm going to bring Heather to Cali wines. I'm so excited. Because we're Cali entertaining. And I'm a California girl. Oh, yeah, that's right. Born and raised. Born and raised. I love that. Um, that's, yeah. I would serve that any point, like any time. That's so good. Okay, you, so can I ask around. you the yeah. same thing? Right. Can you paint me a picture of the ideal scenario for that one? Oh, for the cuckoo? Yeah, cuckoo. I, like, <laughs> I feel like the cuckoo is a little more casual. Right. The cuckoo's— uh, like a great after-dinner mm-hmm. meeting with a friend chatting. Yeah, it's definitely like a one-on-one bottle yeah, where it's like, like I wish we could bring it to Luke. I wish we could just go home right now and drink it. That's, <laughs> that's a one-on-one bottle. That's how I feel? Yeah, this is a one-on-one, just like tete-a-tete. Maybe there's fries. Maybe there's no fries. Maybe you're just like sitting on a couch. Maybe you're it's making a, go- a goal list for 2020. I have not done that, but I do want to do that. I've been thinking a lot about that. So I think it's that, but then I also think it's the kind of wine that like. It kind of would go with anything, but I really yeah. think it would be good with anything grilled. I'm really into winter grilling, which is very counterintuitive, but we're in LA, so it's no, like it's totally fine. fine. Maybe like even or a medi- steak free. Yeah, I, I know I'm sure a heavier free- thing would be good, but that would could be, be heaven. Yeah, that'd be heaven. That's it, a great way to spend the it night. It would literally be like a steak free would be heaven or yeah. like anything Middle Eastern vibes. Ooh. To me, this would be really good with. That's really true. Yeah, or Greek or like lamb. Yeah. You know, I got really into grilling lamb last summer and it sort of tapered. But maybe it's back. I don't know. She's going to get wild. Um, (laughs) That's so good. How have you found, like, for me, part of entertaining success now, like I used to be a real control freak and I used to want to do it all myself. And now I have a partner who is awesome and he wants to help. Um, And so we've found like our balance and like division of entertaining and like who does what. Have you now, how do you navigate that with your husband who helps you run the business? Mm -hmm. Is he like backseat and entertaining or have you guys found that? I think he's a little bit more backseat. Yeah. I think I'm still a bit of a little control monster. <laughs> okay. I wish I was. <laughs> we, we're all, it's okay. I am too, but. But yeah, I mean, we're, he's used to me for sure. He's, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, he likes to cook too. Oh, He's cool. Greek. He's really into like the Greek food. We used to cook a lot of that. Oh, that's um, awesome. But we kind of do it together. And like, he helps really set the scene. Mm. Like he's really into making great fires. We have like a fireplace inside and we have an outdoor fire. And that is such a key thing that I feel like he's on. And, um, like just on when we had Christmas Eve dinner at our house and, it was like such a cozy night. I made this great lasagna. And then, but the best part of it was, he's like, let's have an outdoor fire. It was cold for LA, but we did it. He had this roaring fire and we had like hot chocolate around the oh. fire and like all these little cookies and this whole hot chocolate bar. And it was for sure the coziest, best part of the night. Oh my God. Um, so yeah, he he brings his thing to it. I love that. Shout out to Alex. Yeah. Love you, babe. Heather. Heather Taylor. Helen. Yes. <laughs> I just wanted to thank you so much for coming on Wine Face. You're obviously a friend, 
big supporter of John and Vinny's and Helen's of what we do. Yeah. Uh, we love having you. You're literally one of our favorite people. We love collabing with you. If you haven't gone to our website, go to helensminds.com. We have some of Heather's linens in our gift boxes, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just so stoked to have you on here and just get like a sneak behind the curtain of one of the most exciting, I think, companies up and coming in LA. Mm-hmm. But um, thank you so much. Thank you. It was so fun. I'm so happy to drink wine with you on a um Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning, yeah. 10.30 a.m. Everybody, good luck setting your tables. Get into it. Doesn't have to be too over the top. All right. Thanks, Heather. Thanks, Helen. Bye. Bye. Heather is the best. She's the best. If you want to get more information on the wines that we tasted, some of them are sold out, but they're in the show notes. Listen, go to helenswines.com. We ship wine nationally. You can join the wine club. I am so happy that you guys tuned in to listen to this episode. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Let me know what you want to hear about. This is Helen Johannesson, owner of Helen's Wines. This is Wine Face. Everybody stay safe out there.